This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Lots to do in a little bit of time. We'll talk Mets as they continue to roll. And how about those Rangers? Gordon and I will give you our thoughts next. And we want to hear from you as well at 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. We're here until midnight. JP and Brian DeBrain along the way. And Gordon, I got to tell you, this was one heck of a hockey game. Mr. Damer, uh, I thought it was rocky early, but then the Rangers just said, you know what? We'll stop playing the exchanging goals. We're going to dominate tonight. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. And we had the conversation last night about rest versus rust. I think it's pretty clear which one won tonight. And uh, I think the the fact that the Rangers are on such a high right now, they, they just look like, Larry, a team that is peaking at the right time. Like everything is going right for them. They are playing phenomenally. The goaltender's phenomenal. The kid line is dominating. Everything is clicking at the perfect time for the Rangers. And uh, look, maybe the Lightning are not going to be this bad in game two. They have to be a night and day difference in game two because this was not a game that the Lightning lost because they'd been off for so long. Maybe that played a little bit of it, but this was a game the Rangers won because they were clicking on all cylinders. Rangers took it to him, Gordon, let's face it. And all the things we talked about that the Rangers didn't do against Carolina, they did tonight against Tampa. They were they stayed in their own zone. They continued to pressure Vasilevsky. They did a lot of different things that, that you know, they just they had one clip, Gordon, I was watching the post game, what? The Rangers were in their own zone for like two and a half minutes? Oh, it was for it was like the, the ice was tilted. I mean, it was just a it was almost like it was a mercy goal, you know what I mean? Just yeah. to allow <laughs> you knew they were going to score at some point. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the Rangers are the story right now. They are just absolutely clicking. I mean, goal after, you know, scoring six goals, yeah. g- scoring more goals tonight than the Lightning gave up in the last year. I think they gave up more goals tonight, the Lightning, uh, twice as many goals tonight as they yeah. did in the, in the last series against the Panthers. So, yeah, the Rangers are absolutely rocking right now. And it kind of feels like it sets up, I don't want to say a must win for Tampa in game two. But, you know, they have this unbelievable record the last couple of years of not yeah. losing back-to-back games in the postseason. They got mm-hmm. absolutely boat raced tonight. <laughs> and with the Rangers having the home ice in this series, look, a lot changes from game to game. Sure. But, boy, sure. that game, too, is all of a sudden monumental for the Lightning because they looked they looked lost tonight. Forget about not playing since May 23rd. It looked like they'd never played hockey before <laughs> compared to the Rangers tonight. Wow, wow, it was impressive. And you know what, Gordon, the mental part of this is so much fun. I want to hear from the Ranger fans. Call us. You're at the Garden. You're watching at home. 1-800-919-3776. We'll get to as many calls as we can before we leave the air. But, Gordon, the mental part of this is what's so fascinating for me when we talk about game two, as you just mentioned, because on the one side, you're the Rangers. And all the questions, well, how does it feel now? You Normally, you're trailing in this situation. Well, now you're ahead. How does that feel? Well, for them, their attitude has got to be, all we did was just protect home. We have to go out the next game and do the same thing. We have to protect home ice. That's our, that's our goal. From the other side, Tampa's like, okay, well, you know, listen, we played as bad as we can play. All right, we're not going to play this bad again. All we have to do is stem the tide. They're going to come out early against us, and then we're going to have to just hold on as long as we get one of these. Listen, we're going to have to win one in the Garden anyway. So let's try to get it done as soon as possible. So the mental gymnastics between the two teams are fascinating, but I just wonder on this wild card, Gordon, 
considering that the Rangers had really played Tampa very well this season, mm. home and away, mm-hmm. what does that do to the Lightning in their mental capacity going into game two? Yeah, and just as a, as a viewer, you know, like when the Rangers are down with the way that they have played in this postseason, you still feel confident, right? They can mm-hmm. be down two goals and still win the game. They can be down in the series and still win the series. They can be down 3-1 and still win the series. And then when they have a lead, you, I mean, you feel like they can't be beat. Uh, yeah. And tonight that was certainly the case. So in terms of confidence, when you watch the Rangers, when they get a lead, even though, you know, they let a couple of them, you know, allowed the Lightning to tie it up. Mm-hmm. You you ne- once they got that two goal lead you're like oh the Rangers are winning this it's game over. and they and it wasn't like they ever let the, the the foot off the pedal they just kept pouring it on and um, very impressive performance and as you said the Lightning yeah maybe this is the worst they're going to play they have to it's not like they lost a one goal game in overtime right. I know I mean they got absolutely destroyed tonight so they got a lot of things to clean up for game two yeah no question about it Carl's in the car hey Carl you're up first on ESPN New York tonight talk to us. Yeah, guys, how you doing? Uh, I love the show. I sit in section 226. Um, I was at the game. Garden was rocking as usual. Just want to get your thoughts on Filipino's play and the kid line. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Have a great day. Carl, everybody played great. It's <laughs> <laughs> not anybody. One. Is there anybody to play poorly? <laughs> That's not an easy Rangers. one. That's yeah. an easy one. But, no, listen, the kid line is coming of age, Gordon. And, and that's what the postseason is about. That's why when we were talking about the Knicks, right? That's why you want your young players to experience that postseason because that's where you grow. That's where you find out the pressure and how you handle it and how your how your skills match up against teams that are veteran teams that are better than you that have championship medal. And that's why you want your young players to feel that way. And Gordon, I got to tell you, Tampa's got to close this ice because if they allow the Rangers to continue to just skate open the way they did tonight, there's going to be more scoring. May not be six or seven goals, but there's going to be more scoring by this Rangers team. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't speak to it because I don't watch it during the regular season as much, but, uh, you know, it just it was clear tonight uh, the Rangers absolutely took it to them. Uh, the fact that they've now scored six goals in back-to-back playoff games for the first time since 94, it just kind of feels like, it's already been a magical run, but it just kind of feels like things are just kind of falling into place, and this is a team that is peaking at the right time. And and I know it's, you know, the lightning of the, the back-to-back champs and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. When was the last – I don't know this, but when was the last time a team won three in a row? Yeah. I mean, it, it's been a long time, right? I mean, I it's not think, been yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Penguins never won three in a row, right? I no, mean, it's, it feels no, like it's been a very long happen. time, so who knows? I mean, it's only one game. You don't want to get too carried away all that type of stuff, but this is the kind of game that you get carried away. I mean, they have a goal a minute into the game. They absolutely take it to them, and then they just pour it on late. So the, the garden was rocking early, and the Rangers gave the, the fans plenty of reason to stick around and, and keep the building rocking the entire night. And, Gordon, when, when you've seen as much sports as you and I have over the years, how important is that, how demoralizing is that for Tampa for them to come back and then the Rangers respond right away? And right away. you come back and then they respond right away and then they just take it over. I mean, that, that's got to be demoralizing. Yeah. Uh, and, and the, I mean, the fact that they're scoring left and right, and it, it's not, you know, they weren't fluky goals. I mean, they were, mm-hmm. you know, sharp passes, everything. So pinpoint control and everything. So uh, very impressive performance by the Rangers tonight after a Game 7 win, which was probably up until that point their most impressive performance of the season. So, yeah, no worries about any uh, any you know 
carryover, all, you know, game seven, a emotional win. They came right out tonight, picked up right where they left off. Yeah, they did. Piero's in Jersey. Piero's heading home from Madison Square Garden. What's up, Piero? How's the game for you? What a game. I was just um, on my way home now. And the last two games, uh, the way that the Rangers' offense has exploded has been such uh, a great uh, time that I I can't even talk. I'm totally shocked at how things are going. And I'm just going to say this. I know I don't want to exaggerate, but usually dynasties, when when the dynasty ends, they crash. So I wouldn't be surprised because I look at that lineup of Tampa. You look down the middle with their centers – Miss losing uh, point, and last year uh, losing uh, uh, Yanni Gord in the expansion draft, they've gotten a little less skill on the forwards, and I think the Rangers are really overmatching them on the forwards. Thanks, guys. Great show. All right, Piero. Thanks for checking in. Listen, that's the challenge, right, Gordon? When you have a championship team like that, to try to keep them together as long as you can, and and you know contracts and and situations like that change players. And even though you might get another player that does a really good job, it changes the chemistry. And, uh, you know, he may be right. This may be a situation where, you know, Tampa is is finding somebody that has that has more chemistry rolling with them right away. Once again, not overreacting after one game. But, you know, you never know how things work out here. And, and just for the Rangers side of things, I mean, there was one point in the playoffs where it was like the kid line was really the only ones that were doing anything in terms of scoring the stars weren't really coming through like you were hoping. Uh, now the, the 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 power play is clicking every time. The goaltender, which who was pulled in a couple of games against Pittsburgh, is now you know living up to all the advanced billing. It just kind of feels like things are locking into place for this Rangers team and 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 for a young team to be peaking at the right time. It's a, it, it's that impressive a performance. We always say all the time, one game doesn't it doesn't carry over to the next one. But again, this was not a, a double overtime loss for the Lightning. They got they got a lot of stuff to to fix and uh, and a short time to do so because game two is on Friday. Long video session in the morning, Gordon. Yeah, a lot <laughs> Long of video lot, lot of entries into that one. Yeah. Tries to come out in front. Peter Heedle. He scores. The kids. Do it again! <laughs> Philip Heedle gives the Rangers a 3-2 lead. Sam Rosen having fun here on 98.7 ESPN. Hardy Steen Damon's at the top of the hour at 1-800-919-3776. Gordon, let's take a call before we hear from Mika Zabanajad. Tommy's in Connecticut. Hey, Tommy, you're next on 98.7. Larry, Gordon, how you guys doing? Hey. So, I just... I, look, coming into this series, I was I was listening to Donnie before, and he was very optimistic about the Rangers, and, and so was I because as as the season went on, I kind of started to not look at these kids as kids because I you know even though I'm what Laffy's like twenty, Heedles what twenty one, twenty two, they were not playing like kids anymore. Like you know, that now they got they got what fifteen games of playoff experience, mm-hmm. five elimination games. Yep. <laughs> These they're they're not inexperienced anymore. 
No, they aren't, Tommy. There's yeah. no question about it. Thanks for the phone call. And and it's not and listen, they're the kid line in age. They're not the kid line in experience right now, Gordon. Hey, listen, they're not rookies anymore, right? They are veterans, hardened veterans. Stage, right. Yeah, no, not when you get to this stage. And it's not even like, you know, they, they had short series. I mean, they had two seven game series, they're down three one, they're down multiple goals in games. So yeah, no, they have um I would think that the, the how many guys have that much playoff experience in like five years? Never mind in yeah. one in one postseason. Yeah, it's true. It's true. After the game, because Zibanejad said, "Gordon, he's not surprised by the result of Game One with the Rangers." Yeah, I mean, we, um, I think we, uh, we've done that all year. Um, we believe in each other. We believe in the group that we have, and. Um, when we play the way we want to, I think it's, um, you know, we're giving ourselves the best chance to win, and that's uh, that's what we did tonight. So, Mika, how do you feel about your postseason, the way it's going so far? I mean, playing with <laughs> playing with Brett and, and, and Foxy and even Kreitz and Stromer, um, you know, I needed four of them to, to have one go in. and But, you know, it's when you play with those guys, you tr- just try to, in my position, try to be, you know, ready for any pass. And, and um, you know, worked out today, so it was good, so. Biggest thing was a win. All right, so Mika, how important was it to get the first goal? I don't know if we were thinking about that too much. We we're just thinking about what we have to do, and I think that's, um, you know, something that you've heard a lot of us talk about. Worry about ourselves, and um, you know, just doing the things that we we can control. And and um, you know, we're kind of in the groove now, playing every other day. So that's um, it was no difference today. No doubt about that. Last one, Mika. Obviously. The team is confident. You just come off a game seven win on the road, winning two in a row. But to get six goals against such a talented goaltender, how much was that? How much of a confidence booster was that? No, I mean, I think, you know, it's obviously nice for the confidence to score, um, score some goals. But we've been at the other end of it. Um, you know, it's still just one nothing. It's a new game on Friday. And, and um, you know, I'm just going uh, back to back to playing our game and, and, and um, you know, try to take some positives from this game and look at the things that we can do better. And, and um, you know, we uh, we know it's far from over and it's just one game. So um, we just got to keep going. Yeah, you just got to keep going. And, and, Gordon, that's going to be the tricky thing, right, just to make sure that you still have that that aggressive mentality to keep them down. You can't let – you can't – that's the next part of taking that next step to winning, right, is making sure that you – Keep your opponent down when you have them. You can't let them get back up. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, they kind of said it that they, as impressive a, as a performance as this was, this is what they're supposed to do, and they're supposed to go out and win game two as well, right? That you yeah. have the home ice advantage. They've won seven in a row now um, on home ice, so this is this is just accomplishing what they're supposed to accomplish. It's not like they've taken one in Tampa or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, I think at this stage they, they kind of know the deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, yeah. They've put themselves in some bad situations that they've been able to work themselves out of, and now to finally have a series lead in one of these series, I think that they want to make sure that they, they, they keep it going, right? Yes. It's much, ni- it's much nicer this way. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's really. And Gordon, it's amazing. You know, the Rangers have scored 17 goals in their last three games. And Coach Gerard Gallant was asked, is there anything to do in that? What's changed? 
We hear from the coach in the second. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's we're playing hard. Like I said, I think when you when you compete hard defensively and you, and you get opportunities like we did tonight, some two on ones and some power play goals, that's the medicine, the recipe for us to you know to get, to win hockey games. And again, we had great goaltending again and solid chances, and we buried our chances tonight. It, it it's really a difference, Gordon. I remember the conversation we had about how they played against Carolina, and it, they looked like they had no life. Right, first just, two games. Yeah, they were just skating like they were mummies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and things have just exploded for them uh, since those two games. It's, it's been like a whole different range of team. It really, I mean, just the entire run here, even things that were issues earlier, it just feels like everything that was good, like the kid line was good the entire time. That continue, that still is good. And then things that have not been so great, have kind of fallen into place. And again, it's why I kind of feel like this team is just peaking at the right time. And, and when they've got a lead, you're not nervous. You're like, oh, God, I wonder if they'll hold on. No, you feel confident when they have a lead. Mm-hmm. And even when they're behind, you feel like, ah, they've been down before. They're going to find a way. Here comes another charge here. They're, they're going to they're gonna do it somehow. So uh, it has been a very impressive run. And uh, tonight, no different. To go out there and get the win the way they did, that, that, that's a tone setter for sure. No question about it. And, Gordon, you and I will talk more about the Rangers tomorrow night. We'll follow the Michael K. Show. We're on from 7 to 9, leading you into game one of the NBA Finals of the Warriors and Celtics. But before we leave and turn the proceedings over to Freddie and Fitz at the top of the hour, got to talk a little baseball, Gordon. I was a little disappointed with the rain. I was looking looking forward to seeing Nasty Nestor this evening, but I guess I'll see him tomorrow. Yankees have a doubleheader with the Halos. Yeah, I mean, you, you like to – it was nice tonight, though, to just kind of give the stage to the Rangers. Mm, probably yeah. not ideal. If the Yankees go out and lose two games tomorrow, I'll feel <laughs> differently. But it was nice to not have to be flipping and, and, and missing things and stuff like that. You could just focus on the one game. And the Rangers gave you plenty to focus on. They definitely did. They definitely did. And the Mets decided did the right thing. They played this afternoon to step out of the way of the Rangers. And, uh, look, the Mets continue to roll. There's nothing to say, nothing else to say, Gordon. They're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. The Nationals are not very good. They swept them. That's what they're supposed to do. Perfect homestand for the Mets. Now it gets interesting. Off day tomorrow as they head to the Dodgers. Dodgers are playing well, Gordon. And so we have a weekend series in L.A. And then, uh, you know, go to San Diego. Uh, They'll see the Halos in in, uh, Anaheim. And then, of course, they'll end with the Brewers. So that's going to be interesting. And it it really give us a good test about we know this Met team is good. Okay, we know we know it's good, and the fact that they've got they've had like five shutouts already. The pitching without their top two guys, Gordon, has been phenomenal. I mean, they've, they're missing the top two guys, and uh, they, they've they've actually somehow played better. Uh, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure that how how that's happened, but the offense is absolutely clicking. Their offense is just as good as the Dodgers' offense, at least so far. So we shall see uh, if the Mets can go on the road here and uh, get some wins against LA. It would be nice. It would be nice because you always want to measure up, right? The Dodgers mm-hmm. are, the, are the class of the NL. You know that. And you want to measure up and see how it is. Not that not that if you lose or split, it means like, oh, our team no. is not that great. But you just want to measure. You've beaten, Gordon, you've beaten so many bad teams. You kind of want to, you know, you, you want to get up. You want to face a, a team that's really, really good. Well, I mean, coming into tonight with the Rangers, I was hearing a lot of, well, you know, Rangers haven't faced a top mm-hmm. goaltender. Now they're going to face a top goaltender. So they took care of business. We'll see if the Mets can take care of business against the Dodgers, who I think are still, despite how baseball has gone so far, the overwhelming team that everybody thinks is yeah. going to win the World Series this year. There's no question about it. You, you, you like what they've done. Even though they lost uh, their closer, 
uh, to Atlanta of all places uh, uh, in, in Jansen, you still like what, what they bring to the table. They're, they're such a, a good team, Gordon, hitting-wise from top to bottom. They have good starting staff. they got some young arms out there. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing this. And, of course, we got game one of the NBA Finals. That's always interesting. you got Golden State. you got Boston. And it's, in the, it's the, at the home of the Warriors. And, you know, this is the one you can steal if you're Boston. Right, the first games are always the ones you can go in and try to swipe, Gordon. We'll see what happens tomorrow night. What What, what are your thoughts about Game One? I know how you feel about the series. Yeah, I I, I would agree with you. I think if if the Celtics are going to get one of the first two, usually that first one is the one you can grab. So I don't know that a lot of people believe. Although I was watching Scott Van Pelt, and he was talking about how the analytics crowd absolutely loves the Celtics in the series. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if the analytics crowd gets a win in Game One. Well, they don't know. They don't know playoffs. <laughs> they only know regular season. Short sample size. It doesn't work in the playoffs. That's right. All right, partner. See you tomorrow night. Sounds good. That wraps up this abbreviated edition of ESPN New York Tonight. Thank you, JP. Thank you, Brian. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.